comedians actually walk around with a camera around town and they roll these big dice and they make choices and interact with the public. We all watch it here on projected on the wall. So that's a show we need it for tonight at Hell 8. Yeah. And then at 9, new player uh, is you do comedy and then you play video games against an audience member. And that oh. audi- the video games will be projected on the wall as well. So that's why we have the dangerous, precarious projector because it's perfectly uh, balanced. It's right... It's framed correctly for the wall. Very much is. So that's so there's the story behind that. What uh, what video games? I don't know. Um, so this is a show from a comedian who's in Chicago. His name is Richard Singer, and this is a show he does there. So he said it's a really easy, whatever that means. I'm like, okay, golden eyes. Like, no, 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 something really easy. Okay. Tetris. Harvest Moon. Y'all, y'all what about like a mo- dude? I could see him doing like a Mortal Kombat. Thing. Yeah, Mortal button Kombat. mashing. Dude, I can kill. That, yeah. I can kick ass with button mashing. Super Smash Bros. Is only only Mario problem Kart? is you, you get some audience member mm-hmm. who knows all the combos already and you just ruin yeah. the comedian in question. You need a game where it's like everybody's pretty much in like yeah. Mario Kart. That's a good one because like no one people are really good at it, but they're not like yeah. like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Their identity. I could walk it's up it's and, their and comb- I could do fatalities and shit. I always like Soul Calibur and the Soul Silver. Oh, yeah. Big I'm one of those people, like, if I beat you, I'm going to hit the pause button so I can memorize the finishing move. Oh, I'm, I'm going to make I'm you watch me learn. I I'm going to make you watch me learn. I put the little controller on my lap, and I play it like a piano. And I uh, play it like a piano. I just randomly do it. Oh, yeah, I want some of that. Hell, yeah. Oh, the cups. Yeah, you got to get the cups. Oh my god, what are we gonna do about the cups? Gotta figure out the cups! Did impressions on stage today for the first time. Your riffing about the dog was really acceptable. What did you do in my face? It was really acceptable. Exemplary. Was there shit going on here? Or did you do some. A dog was heckling the whole time. And uh, I think he just wants to leave the scene. I think the dog has been asking to leave all afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to get out of here. I'm in San Francisco. So he gets okay. probably gets so confused. Everyone's just like talking loudly. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. some people are more energetic than others. What are we doing? Well, I played with him while we were outside in between. Like, there was a break in the show, and, like, we it got him real riled up. We were playing some dog games. And I was trying. It was even his owner, Billy, her set, you Billy know? Joe, and she does. Billy Joe. And. Okay, uh, so Billy was up there doing her set, <laughs> and <laughs> and this dog was just holding me emotionally hostage, just like yeah. putting this thing in my lap and like whining really bad, like really wanting to play, and I had to like tell a dog no, which is like the That's worst thing ever. I know, and but then I tried to play with him a little bit, and he got real excited, and he was just like. Mm-hmm. Pulling on the he thing. was making a lot of noise. He was definitely heckling. I couldn't. I couldn't pay attention uh, to what was happening. That other comic stage. was just like, "Shut up, dog." Yeah, it was great. That's Cam Strong so out of Portland, Oregon. Dogs out there like you and me. Oh, abuse. lovely with yeah. the, yeah. With yeah. the gorillas playing. <laughs> do you do you have a way to deal with hecklers? I'll use baby new comic. Well, not. I'm sure Aaron, you have. Years. I'm sure you have a way to. Oh, I developed really one kind of. <laughs> I just. I kind of. I. I. If they're bad and they're making fun of me, I. 
eat the insult hella well, like surprisingly well. Like no matter how you say, I do is. have a tiny so, dick. Yeah. Oh. I just yeah, talked yeah. about it. Your That's defense like mechanism is just it. taking it on the yes. chin. Yeah, yeah. And then like once, <laughs> once they're like, damn it, I can't offend them. They lose their, uh, they lose they their lose offensive sure. like, right. play. That and seems then like I a more of a, a retaliation for you. I attack. Yeah. I attack. Physically. But, but do you sp- I physically oh, okay. attack. I no, 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 no. But you don't have any, state. you don't have like no, a No, I'll just roast, a line. I'll just a go. Yeah. Here's, a, here's no. a line, here's a line. If I wanted my comeback, I'd scrape it off your mother's teeth. That's a good one. It's yeah, an old school that. one. But that's an old but, school but, but one. That's, but that you didn't make that up yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, see, matter. I just, yeah. I, I, I like dodge it almost. I'm like, I'm going to roast you. Please stop. Well, usually no, they're just like, well, it depends on the environment you're in. Like if it's a white guy. like with like no, a, I have I have one question I ask and I base security. it on gender. So if somebody's heckling me and they're a woman, I stop everything. Look at them. So I'm going to ask you a question. Are you my mom? And I stop and wait because if, if they say yes or no, I can react and kind of however I want. But I usually go like, why don't you love me? But it's the <laughs> same thing if it's a guy and he's heckling me. I'll stop everything and just look at him and be like, can I ask you a question? Are you my dad? And he'll <laughs> say something. And then I'll, you know, oh, cry you, you or gotta whatever. Put the you dropped you gotta your put pocket. On Sir, in the front row. You uh, dropped your pocket. You're like, what? You just like, you're like, I'm just going to make yeah. the audience feel really sad yeah, for me. Yeah, I make the audience. Yeah, and that then I turn around. And it gets them on your side. Because if, I, if they're heckling me and I, say, and, they're, and I say, can I ask you a question? Are you my dad? And they say yes. Then I'll be like, why don't you love me? Can't you shut yeah. the fuck up for me? Like anything. It's good. I put it's the good. It puts it because it puts the positive light on. He's like, I'm still the Did you put the light on him? That's the problem. Sometimes I'm like, what'd you say? Dude, that would be Wait, th- that's that? interesting. Cause imagine, like, yeah. take yeah. off your phone. You, you take out your phone them. and you, you and then you light them, them and you'd be like, you have one minute left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't take it that. They don't I, know I just, what like, that means. I get everyone yeah. to put the attention. If they're Civilians close to the stage, I put the mic up to them and they get they have nothing to say and it's like, oh, you're weird for saying. You know, you know, like when you're in a conversation, you say something weird. You guys, do you think I'm weird? We turn that on. Damn, everyone thinks you're kind of weird for saying that in the microphone. <laughs> I don't like this podcast. No, I'll I just be like, get your whole thought. You, you, you say, like, it, get yeah. your old the thought whole. out, and you stall for time so you can pick them apart in your yeah. brain. Cool. Articulate. Or just, or like, ask them what their job is. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm an associate. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you do that. Financial. Very, very well. Bank money thing. I'm sure you <laughs> do And then a you could be job. like, yeah, I could probably do that job. Yeah. Here yeah, you go. You try mine, though. Try this one out. Here you go, champ. Never give the microphone. Never, no ever, way. ever, ever. Never no do way. it. You put it up to him. You could put it up to him. Never Oakland, give it to, would give it to him. There's a lady. Because then lady, you might not get it back. Uh, yeah, a lady grabbed it out of my hands once, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the way it works here. Was, this yeah, is not. You don't get to be. Did you, what'd you do with it? I, I grabbed it back from her, and I sort of wiped her away. I didn't, like, hit her with it, but I tapped her with it. Not as gently was as it should have been. You could just pretend, because that's, that's a fun gig, too, when you're just She's kind of lovable, though. She is. I have a good friend who... Is the worst heckler in the world. Last year at the What's festival. What's her name? Can we name drop her? N- I don't want to. I don't want to. Did we do a podcast with her? No. no, she's not a comic. Uh, she's not a comic. She's a real person. But last real year she person. came to the festival and she heckled Bernice Ye, who is just here, and she's from China. Obviously, she's speaking Chinese. But my buddy has also lived in China and speaks Chinese. Heckling her in Chinese, and Bernice thought it was so funny because she's like, "Leave it to San Francisco to have a white <laughs> lady heckle me in Chinese." Like what the fuck? But yeah, she heckles everyone mercilessly. It is. She thinks she's helping. She thinks hey, she's heckling is helping. Maybe stop bringing her around. 
No, she's audience. <laughs> I need butts and seats. Oh, sweetie, if they want to sit I there. I think it's more about butt quality than butt no, quality. No, it's not. You should ask Sam. Sam saddled me with this drunk motherfucker with a dog the other day. He's like, does let him. He said he still came all the way down here for free comedy. Let him in, Pam. Let him in. And I'm like, I don't want to be saddled with this all night. Was and his dog yeah. was, yeah, <laughs> and he was wasted, and oh, his dog man. was loud, and I was like, Sam, <laughs> he's like, oh be nice to people. I like to bring in, in the street no, people the street because okay. they're of my ilk. <laughs> These they are the streets people. where I roam. You I'm worldly. You... I'm just like Hunter oh, S. I'm Thomas. Not, I'm not worldly. <laughs> if he was on Percocets. If you if you have a soft spot for the street rats, then maybe. We knew he was a street. Nothing would compliment me more. No, no yeah. No, no, just like, the fuck your money, mom and dad. I'm going to rub in filth. Yes. <laughs> I'm like yeah. a puppy. I'm like a new puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a new puppy that gets brought back to a suburban Joke's on home. you. That's what you get for loving me. And he finds the, yeah. and he finds the shit in the toilet. <laughs> and he just yeah, starts like, eating the Sam, shit. Why, is it, why do you never flush? And why are there always seven shit jokes written right next to the toilet? <laughs> I have a, my brother never flushes the He'll, he'll never do it, and he has to have Gosh, somebody else flush it. He's family. totally, totally normal except for this one thing, and it's because he thinks he'll get sucked into it. I just it. can't believe that you. I <laughs> yeah. can't just. I just can't believe that. Experience yeah, yeah. Behind this? Oh, has he read the book where? Um, I no, no, he hasn't. You know, <laughs> no, the Stephen okay. King, the Stephen King book where the the dream catcher, where that thing lives in the toilet and it, it comes out of the it's toilet. It's honestly hilarious oh. though, and I laugh so much. I just keep doing it because it's funny. It'll <laughs> always get me. Like three shits piled on top of each <laughs> other, separated by like levels of toilet paper. Jesus. Pagoda. Sam, it's I a mean, shit pagoda. pagoda. From everything you tell me about your family, Sam, it just sounds like you and your brother just happened to a really nice family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good They're way really to put just it. Yeah. Trying to get along, and then what the crap is that? <laughs> How is that a personality? It's not just me, though. It's my sister, too. Oh, it's, Jesus. I have Which one? Sisters. Young, the little one? Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't listen to the rules. She's like Sam. She did yeah. she was like, Oh, there's rules in here you can't vape? Yeah, fuck your face. Yeah, and she would just she fuck just your decided fuck to your vape. Yeah. No, I, like, I I was like, you And can't I gave do that her I here. gave her a look. I gave her the stink eye too, and she was like, I don't she fucking care. care. <laughs> she didn't fucking oh care. God. So she just kept pretending she couldn't hear. She's like, What was that? No, no, she was just she was very surreptitious about it. She did fine. She was She's very Boston. She's very Boston. I do that from Boston. When weed was when weed was Still illegal, and she was like 13 years old. She would take two ounces at a time from California Homegirl. to Massachusetts, like give them to all her friends. And friends. No like one's looking way. for her. No one was looking for her. That's know, very safe would just, behavior. She, it would no one was like looking shit. for her. That whole cabin, yeah. that whole overhead bin would just free for fast. Know what to dude, why are you whole, such a snitch, dude? I know, Seven but years ago, there's a if the cabin stinks, they can't figure out whose bag it is. Oh, the you Mickey Mouse I mean? bag with all the pins on it. Okay, that's great. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's about it's about hiding in plain sight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. I've brought so many drugs across the border from Mexico. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundreds and thousands of, of Valium and Ritalin. You are dry oh, snitching yeah. on yourself. Uh, it's fine. Thing. It's been over seven years. Oh, I, I wrote a story right. about it. It's are fine. you are you positive that that's a real thing? Dude, I'd hated it to be a technicality. Like people are like, you have to say you're a cop, right? And they're like, that's not a real rule. Well, no, but there's a real rule. I wouldn't. There's a, no. there's a Jeopardy, statute, right? of statute of limitations. Like it's yeah. been, this happened like when I was in my late 20s. So I'm, I mean, I'm 45. This is a long time ago. This is ago. all just a joke, guys. No, I just say, what was the purpose of you 
transferring drugs across the board. Because everyone wanted Valium because everyone was being sick. <laughs> <laughs> I could get Valium, Valium right now <laughs> if I wanted. Yeah, but they're like, <laughs> they're like a, they were a dollar a piece down there, and they were they were Valium? Good. That's what they wanted? They of course. They were saying Valium that, No, it was Valium and Ritalin. We used to crush up Ritalin and snort it and like, Where'd you go in Mexico? Tijuana. Tijuana. I lived in, I lived, so this is the way I would do it. I would go. You have the gnarliest stories, huh? Yeah, I lived a long time. So what I would do. Tijuana like it's like three syllables. I would who was president? Tijuana. Who was Who's calling who was in? Is that Stanton? Someone's calling in. 2000 Bush. Oh, Bush, baby. Yeah. Um, I think Lizzie Stanton's calling in. You Did you tell her to? It, it also might be my time. brother. Okay, I can. Hank. Lizzie. Hello. Frosty. Oh, wait. I'm Frosty so knows. Yo, what up, Frosty? Frosty. Yeah. Frosty, Frosty Nugs. Frosty Nugs didn't think he was going to be here tonight to host the I'm Edgy as Fuck show, but he is. Frosty, yay. Frosty? I will be there. I'll see you in a couple of hours. Okay, everyone. cool. Frosty, Wait, Frosty hosting the Frosty. 10 p.m. show. He got stabbed in the heart and he's still alive. Yeah. Yay, Frosty, yay. We love you, Frosty. I love going to open mics hosted by Frosty. Thank you so much. Man. I've only met him. Still on the air? No, I, I, I disconnected. He just wanted to talk to me. So he calls the station number to, to like. Well, that's how it's the easiest way to get a hold of me when yeah, my phone's on true. silent, and I'm here for 12 hours a day. I'm yeah. more likely. He was that was smart. Other people have been like texting me. I thought a cop was me. driving by when those blinkies came. <laughs> oh no, it's that. We're talking about the border. That's shit. the professional thing for the. Because yeah, they're after us. Yeah, the, the, yeah this yeah, is very funny. Fun. When I was little, every time there were sirens, my dad would say, uh, "Drug bust, they're after you, Pam." Like when I was a child, like when I was four, like that was one of his jokes. Ooh, ooh, drug bust, they're after you, Pam. Like he didn't create this. <laughs> he gets so mad at me. Um, just saying you uh, maybe revolved yourself around your dad's uh, opinion and fit yourself. You're not using that word right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's. Using, you're not using half no, of those meant, words right, I meant, buddy. Uh, I meant you're living up to your dad's. Almost. Sure. So I know. Well, he used to call me as. You were looking for expectations. No, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. I, I did. I fucked up the wording. It's you're okay, all right, buddy. Bro. I, I'm I, here can, for you. I can feel I the meaning. I need to work on it. All right. Jeez. No words. Words have meaning. Yeah. And he called me his little commie pinko liberal, and he'd always say drug bust, pam, man. Like yeah. so, all of those things. Like duh. Of How old I'm were you? Like five, six. Yeah, like tiny. Like my were whole life. Were you doing drugs and at that point? No, I didn't do drugs until like I was actually like late high school. I didn't really start doing drugs till early college. And then once I found acid, I was like, I'm gonna be. I was on acid more than I wasn't like one semester. Oh my god! How old are you? So bad for you. That's so bad. Oh no! Acid has the longest term impact on the adolescent. For sure it does. Aaron, what you were saying about acid? It could be good. Yeah, it could be. That shit fucked up my reading comprehension. Wait, wait, hold on. What Aaron was talking about? my articulation like made me super anxious. Let Aaron, because what you told me about acid changed my opinion on it. Really? Wholeheartedly. I just think I used to do a lot of drugs. They all had a certain impact on me. Like with with like emotions and right shit like that, but acid's the only one that I can really feel like my cognitive ability has dropped a bit. You know, like my reading oh. comprehension isn't quite as clear. My my it may, it may just be that I'm more anxious. You know, at the end of the day, but at least I feel like I've lost some cognitive ability from acid. Although it did open me up initially, like the first one. Made or two you more times. honest. First yeah, one but or then two. but then it's an oh yeah, I did it all the time. I used to wait two weeks just to get just so you yeah, could yeah, get yeah, it back there. And if you do them in between that, then you fuck your shit up. And yeah. I only did it like you know. Regret I'm that, you know? I, I, I took acid. You burn out your... 
Turn out your receptors. So I think you need to hear that because you hear a lot of positive shit. But yeah, there, I, I read a study the other day that day. said there are no long-term negative impacts. Oh, People that are taking it the long-term. No, but it's like, anyone, I don't know. Anyone knows it's just the government. I, I yeah. still, well. No, the government doesn't want to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't make it. There's a whole bunch yeah. of narratives. I, like used the media to, I used to get portrayals. flashbacks. They didn't make it. But, there, you know, weed is also an hallucinogenic family. They weren't the first people to, like, chemically create it. It was done by German psychologists. And Aldous Huxley. Oh yes. And Herman Hesse. Brave New World. Herman Hesse. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love Brave New MK World. Ultra. I, like, I read it. I read yeah, it well, that, was, that happened later. Like right. Hesse came in like late 40s, 50s. Yeah, but. Herman did a project with MK Ultra. MK Ultra. No, yeah, they fucking. But they wanted to use it as a weapon. They made it a unibomb. Yeah, no. I've, I've seen yeah. some of those things yeah, yeah. in the 50s <laughs> where they give, like, housewives acid and stuff, and they film them. I've seen some of these yeah, films, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they, like, watch them like as they're, like, crazy. laughing and getting all crazy. <laughs> and they're, like, crazy. it's in a, like, a medical, experiment. very sterile. I'd be like, I don't want to do acid in, like, a sterile situation <laughs> like that. It'd be like doing acid at the hospital. Gross, weird. Yeah. No <laughs> fun. No there's fun. A, there's yeah, a great video of uh, British commandos all uh, being given acid and, like, going they're on. Yeah, yeah. And they go on hikes, and they just, like, lose it, and, like, they start to climb the tree. As you can see, the fine <laughs> British commandos have been has minds have been taken hold by Jamie. a drug too powerful. But they're just having a great time. Like they're loving it. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they never ask all of them are because they're like hardened dudes. You know, if you take some acid and like you have some life behind you, you could really just be like, okay, I'm good. But if you, you know? if you've ever taken acid, you know what the confusion is. For right? sure. Like you know how confused you get. I l- I lose now if I take too much. I lose. Um, I can't speak. I lose all yeah, speaking I function. I just I mean? can sit there and I'm like, shit. But then I, I and can't then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden sentences like I can't make a sentence. Like it just doesn't work. But then all exactly. of a sudden it comes back and I'm like, oh, I can talk again. Because it's just a broad confusion. I, f- yeah. I feel like I took too much of it, and so there's a little bit of that broad. That's oh what no. I feel. You know, because like, but you're exciting. an eloquent like you're kid. Just more you say very I, cool sentences. So it may just you make good exciting. words. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, though. Do. I don't think so. I don't I really know you well, but I've since, no, since our are. conversation you started. Yeah, you, yeah. you have imposter syndrome. You have imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's keep talking to I'll, 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 I'll take that gladly. I don't know what imposter syndrome What? Imposter syndrome is when you're at a place in your life and you don't think you can do something. You don't think you're talented enough. But it has to, and the most successful people do this because you're highly intelligent. I think Oprah has it. No way. No, she no, no she way. Oprah has. This is on the cover of every Oprah magazine. Every single. I think Oprah has ever. to worry more about actual imposter syndrome. Like because she's very no, like people are probably pretending to be Oprah and like trying to sell fake books it, on well, the corner. Well, it's hard to be a drag queen Oprah because True. she doesn't really sing any songs unless you look right. at the color purple magazine. No, she doesn't sing. I, think the, the I think the trans gifts. community would be much more widely accepted if they just gave oh out free God. shit occasionally. They do. The trans community? They're not, not widely disease. accepted. I mean, like... No, don't be like that. I'm That's kidding. Dumb. I'm That's kidding. I'm joking. Of not funny. These are jokes. He's being an edgelord. He's being an edgelord. These are all jokes. I do not condone. Laughter is not condoning. You're being a 2.0 meme guy. Oh, yeah. He only says these terrible things because he 
looks at dumb Instagram shit from stupid people. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah, He's yeah, trying to show it to me. Look at this, Pam. And I'm like, look, I don't, Pam, that's, I don't get it. Look, Pam, some people think this way. Isn't this it is ridiculous? This is a good you point. You follow a lot of Fortune, Insta dude, thoughts, to be honest. Bro. Huh? I don't, I've, I've no, dude. No, no, it's the funny you thing. It's porn, a, well, usually it was, it was girls that were in the weightlifting community, and now they're just... Get realizing how we silly it can be, and then they're just like, wow. "I'm just gonna pose in front of stuff." Yeah, they're my friends. Yeah. yeah. I'll always ask Fortune. you if you know someone, like if you take a hot bitch and you know them. Sometimes you don't. Close no. my mind. <laughs> I think he means it in a nice way. You know, <laughs> like the good way. kind. The good kind. <laughs> I, met, I met a wicked hot you know, girl. You know, the crazy Instagram this no weekend. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. No sense. They're all very, very. They're all very, very nice girls. They're all very nice young ladies, and no, some yeah. of them. We all need yeah. to let each other talk on this podcast. Some yeah. of them. Five yeah. of us. Yeah. We're all rookie podcasters except Pam. So I think we should. And maybe not. What? Oh, you're not. You're not. I take responsibility. But comedy's <laughs> a little different. Yeah. The no we're exploring symptom. ideas. One of the this is your new one of the ideas on acid yeah. that I wanted to ask was: Is there a right amount of acid that you should take? Because when I first took acid, I my first instinct was everybody should do this. Everyone should yeah. do this. Uh, I don't know I about everybody, but there mm -hmm. does come a ceiling where you can't do any more. You can't gain any more from it. Right. Yeah. Unless you do That's absurd yeah, amounts. Once you lose the novelty, yeah. it's the same effect. I mean, you know, it just becomes like you can't, can never be a recreational drug. Uh, it's it is a confusion. It's the, the 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 novelty of it, the growth part yeah. is cool. But yeah. if you don't have that, then you're just well. I just yeah. I like I really like hallucinogens. Like I like it when yeah. things. I like it when and and weed is a hallucinogen. And sometimes when I get really high, like I see tracers and lights get weird. I'm down with that shit. Like I like tripping out, and right. I like thinking things that aren't real and finding connections that might I might not with my regular people I'm like those two things are totally conflated right. or whatever but I feel like weed's on the scale this kind of As yeah. Yeah. and it like it'll take something out of your footprint like nothing there's like a perfect a exchange yeah you gotta maybe so like maybe like a microdose or maybe just one time yeah, one time one time pass pass I'm good to pass I like to shrooms. shrooms are safer shrooms are safer yeah because well, it's safer. easier to microdose on shrooms Take Absolutely. little itty bitty bits, yeah. see where you are, as opposed to. I wonder what this yeah. is gonna wow, do. Wow, like, touches your tongue, yeah. you just all or nothing. You're in there, in there like swimwear. Have you ever? Um, you, did you, you know yeah. that if you take acid, stays in like your your skateboard for your like last time. If you crack your back, it'll just go right back up in the bloodstream. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you should crack each other's backs all the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. Not that extreme, yeah. though. What if you you're at the it's bank? It's not that extreme. What if yeah, you're yeah. at the bank or something? <laughs> like exactly. You just yeah, crack yeah. your back yeah. and you're like, oh, you're yeah. an alien. Exactly. Uh, it also doesn't come up in tests except for on heroin. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can't go to get a heroin test and get it back. They yeah. give you a spinal tap. In the menthol cigarette. Ah! The devil! Isn't that wild? Menthol is the devil. Crazy. Yeah. It stays... Forever, acid? Yeah, acid. I don't and know it's about such the mental. Tiny truly, micro, micro, micro. I, micro I, I wonder if corporations can start to take test reps out of acid in, in their hiring process. Yeah, you have to tap like your spine. No because way. Yeah, because that's people such who a are complicated process. It's like a needle that long. Like you remember the movie? They named it specifically after that because it's pretty metal. You know, they stick a giant metal needle into your spine and pull like up. Like a big so ass like mosquito. Heavy. 
I'm sure. I'm sure we can. That's yeah. final food out for me. <laughs> I think it would be in company's interest to know who to has know done acid. Like, because if you've done acid and you're working for a for a company that has 300,000 employees, it's not going to be the best. Or they that's may, not maybe, true I don't know at all. If that's I disagree. Thank that's you, not true at all. I've done tons and tons of acid, and I don't think it was going to work. Or you work for yourself yeah. in yeah. every aspect, except yeah. for at counter offers. They're hamburgers. They're dope, <laughs> and they're made with love always. So it is kind of like you're working for yourself. But when I used to work for people, follow, I can follow orders and stuff. I don't think that... I don't think that the drugs you've done should be what externally, because nobody, nobody knows how you are or whatever. And I mean, I don't know. They shouldn't. They Definitely. shouldn't. But my friends, like all got my friends who graduated college a year ago, they all had to get weed tested. Well, mm. tested for everything, but like you can't piss dirty on these. Get Terrible. hired at these big yeah. companies. How boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awful boring. life. Like <laughs> I don't know if that applies to creatives. Like people in ad agencies and stuff like that. If you're creating like advertising, yeah. things, I don't think that they have. Well, they encourage they, have that they encourage alcoholism be because a requirement. my buddy who's in advertising, part of his expense thing is has a little refrigerator in his thing, and he stocked the company pay alcohol so that he'll like he'll work nights and weekends. He's like, yeah, I'll work nights and weekends if I could drink. Part of his thing, and he just That's drinks dope. and he works. It's like I've often paid in drink tickets. I, I, I delivered a company. Just sitting there by yourself at 2 a.m. Just like, <laughs> you know what would be funny? Yeah, I do know <laughs> what if the monkey who, could drive? <laughs> I do know a lot of people who work for these corporations. All my Reaper. friends, it's how they, they may deal with stress right, when yeah. they get off that's work at 645. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like my friends who are in tech, Something. that's how they deal with stress. Every, yeah. every day after they get off work, it's Yeah. Also, you like don't even have to smoke anymore. <laughs> you can keep your lungs and just do other things. Right. Yeah. Or vaporize it. That's the number Act. one bitch no, excuse. Some, uh, some people's livers don't process things. Well, and you're, you're right. When you eat, when you do edibles, the THC turns into THCP, which is a totally different cannabinoid that's only synthesized inside your own liver. And it only happens when you have edibles. When you smoke it, it doesn't do that because it doesn't process it. That's why the high feels so different. And it's like And it lasts longer. But if your liver has some kind of weird thing like just happens genetically to some people it makes it <laughs> super difficult to toe that line it's just it just makes it stronger because it's a different cannabinoid different people's bodies react differently like well and it's just like if you have to overload the amount that, that you have to get to get a similar effect your central nervous system the next day because of the amount of CBD that was put in there to compensate because of the extra amount you're just like jello the next day like your central nervous system is I mean, I'm a little fuzzy if I eat enough edibles, but I wouldn't say that I my nervous system. Nervous we'll see system. what happens what to Sam mean? because as we speak, he's slamming down a piece of Sam's homemade reefer olive oil. Delicious, friends. I'd recommend. You put it. jalapenos in it. Yeah. Good. Did you? Yeah, it's uh, a bold Pam, bread. You, you got to give us a masterclass on on your uh, your, your oh, tree yeah. baking because you go like you got years. Oh, thank Ooh, you yeah. so much. You got years I of the wisdom of baking pot Ooh, and like yeah. you're. You already had a big slice on your. It doesn't even taste like wheat. Normally when I taste homemade edibles, it's like they're eating that. Strong yeah. ones at least. That's how you make the butter. Pam, Pam is a creative. 
Damn and it extends Damn to straight. all aspects of her life. That's sick. I like to. I try to do that myself in work. No dead air. You guys enjoying your reefer cake? Aaron, where are you from, bud? I'm from Chicago. I mean, I'm, I was born oh, okay. here, but I'm from Chicago. Yeah. You got a, you got one of those uh four star flags tattooed on you? Absolutely not. Uh, I yeah, we do have like the coolest everyone flag. Everyone from though. Chicago, ha- they you do. Does San Francisco even have a flag? It's your town flag. The pot leaf. See that? Uh, that's uh, why in a bear's mouth. Bear, yeah. it's, a, it's a bear. It's a bear. Uh, and he's panning for gold, and he's got a joint sticking out of his mouth, yeah. and there's a little pot leaf on the back. It's <laughs> also a rainbow. Yeah. That's I right. don't think that's accurate. It's a bear. It's actually not like a grizzly bear. It's like a bear bear. It's like a. Oh, like a no, like a man, no, like, like a, a large homosexual. Like a large man. homosexual oh. man wearing leather. Got it. And with a harness, he's a bear, and um, so he's actually smoking a joint, and then there's a pot leaf on it. It seems like it's right. kind of. It, it sounds like the. It sounds like the flag's kind of busy. The flag is busy. <laughs> it yeah. seems like you'd just be a little busy. Aren't Why flags supposed to be you? simple? Speaking of flags being busy, the Mississippi flag has the Confederate flag. In sure the does, buddy. Touch busy. Touch busy. My mom, yeah, my mom went to uh, Old Miss, and I saw her old yearbook once, like the 1976 like, yearbook. And the entire cover of the Confederate flag. Was yeah, the cover yeah. of the yearbook. I, my yeah. buddies in college had Confederate flags. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, in the dorm room. Same. They had them in Canada. Take, we got to get rid there of was, that flag. It, like, in our hometown, man. It's in Al- it's like the people. Alabama State flag. Oh, yeah. Here, oh, yeah. Bill, you're, yeah. Bill yeah. You, th- you think Big we should time, get rid of the flag? The thing about the flag is, like, even besides the fact that it was a symbol of cause for continuing slavery, it was also a flag that... But, like, fought America in a war. Treason. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah besides no, no, no. treason. No, no, I think that's like, why we should keep it. I think we need to keep yeah, it because you got to be able, you know, you have to stuff. be able to identify assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very important that they keep the take, flags yeah, because true. I want yeah. to know who you are. Yeah. If you feel like that and you're just like, no, it's just a symbol of our history. I want to know no, where you're at, dude. I want to get yeah. a good eye on you. If you're on the highway and you got a big Confederate flag, I'm going to get out of your way. And it's good for both of us. You know what? I there's a there's like a one of my takes is uh, they've been taking a lot of the Confederate monuments down, like in these uh, uh, right. southern metropolitan areas. But they took one down that was called Silent Sam, and it was like commemorating sister soldiers. And one of my bu- one of my favorite books of all time is called Company Eight. Biography surviving, and that kid was like, it makes you feel bad for all the kids who died for the Confederacy. They died for a terrible cause, and they didn't even know. But it's, it's like so when, I, yeah, like like when I was a kid, we went, we took a field trip, we took a field trip to the Rocky Mountains, like a class. It's basically the Confederates, uh, Mount Rushmore. It's got all the major generals on their horses, and they're like, yeah. look, these were great. Yeah. I was like, wait, they what? Were great. They're objectively <laughs> great generals, but they yeah, should dude, not be up like, there. Huh? But should I went to, I went to Old Miss, man. There was a lot of Confederate memorials there. Elite. And not yeah. really. And yeah. there was like, there was a lot of... Nonsense yeah. with the statues, man. People getting weird about it. Oh, they it they got rid of it. They got they rid of the mascot while I was it. there because the mascot was Colonel Reb, yeah. which yeah. you know I get it. Are they, yeah. Is the yeah. Ole Miss still the Confederate? Yeah, but now they're like the land sharks or the black bears or something. They, they must like be Ole Miss. They They'll always just be Ole Miss. They should be. But it's celebrating yeah, it should be remembered, but not at all. But it does not, represent right, not something. celebrated. Remembered, yeah, but remembered. not cel- yeah, it celebrated. It, re- it does represent that, certain yeah. values, yeah. though. Because, like, even yeah. I, I used to live in Canada, and even in rural Canada, they had Confederate flags. 
because it stands oh, yeah. for a rural attitude. It's not sorry, not rural, but it's in stands yeah, for like you know a rebellious yeah, attitude, rural right attitude right. I, of of yeah ignorance in that sense and, and isolationism <laughs> and rebellion. Hey, a man, lot of values. Hey man, yeah. hey man, you calm down. I know, but I don't mean to say rural. I don't mean to say the rural people are like ignorant race or anyway. But in a lot of rural areas, you see this Confederate. Like because it stands up, it stands for a set of it's beliefs to that stand is, for you know, universal, yeah. not just American. In their mind, they're like other defiance rulers. against tyranny. But I'm like, but it wasn't tyranny. Guy. It was the government. <laughs> well, it's also the, oh, oh, <laughs> tribalism. Well, and oh, I, April Gallaty's probably sure. got some good opinions. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings about uh, Abraham Lincoln. They were like, well, he freed the slaves. He only did it because it was yeah. of economic value to the yeah. North. Because the yeah. problem was that everyone in the North was like. Motherfuckers getting free labor in the South. This ain't fair. Right. And so that's why he was like, let's free the slaves. It had yeah. nothing to do with humanitarianism. No, it had yeah. to do with money. Like, it was, yeah, it was he also to, he was trying to be a <laughs> Yeah, that was Sorry to let you fail have on that no, you're one. Right. But I wish <laughs> we had hey, I wish we had all the other tones. <laughs> we only had the one. <laughs> I love so close. Those antebellum tones. Yeah. Mm. So, like, but it was so regularized. Love like, you me some antebellum. You remember, like, Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. It was yeah. just chilling there. Yeah. I like me on 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 Rev, that was the name of the the name of the R Colonel Lee. Was the Colonel no, General? Yeah, the General Lee. General Lee. They went through like yeah. two hundred of those cars a year. Or, uh, oh yeah, cooter. over two hundred yeah. cars. All cooter. Nothing yeah. did Who more. Cooters open. Cooter. Yeah, nothing did more for the South and for. Asses in general than that show. Uh, I I was Daisy Duke was like my I remember being five years old and having her be like sort of role. We used to take our shirts and put them up the top and bring them on through, and it was like the little Daisy. I did Duke. the same but thing. But do you think oh, she yeah. was the champion? Do you think she was the one that really pushed forward this pro butt movement? Because she wasn't really fixated on that before. I I guess the public I mean, eye is shifting well, more maybe, towards the bottom. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you're right because before well, that, pants have evolved. Tactical pants. But I think that yeah. maybe in the 70s, models were more like Twiggy. Love Twiggy. They moved, they moved in the 80s into this more yeah, like ass-driven, more curvy boobs and butt. I think the funk. Which then I think started the, the whole funk, everyone well, the, get a boob job. I think the funk and disco movement had a lot to do with that because some of these African-American ladies came in here and they were burning the house down. Sure. With some rock I and box. Society, yeah. Big asses. Because we yeah. got also like world culture. I mean, They're large, large buttocks is are, are but traditional to other I love watching all the genres that got more popular. Like it's not like large buttocks. Yeah, you guys other cultures that get no. It's weird. It's weird that no, no. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna dig this hole for myself. Absolutely not. No, because this is really this is really a critique on white people. Like, why do we love skinny bitches so much? It's weird. I like Twiggy. I stand skinny bitches. I don't. I know what it is. I want to grow. I stand. I want to hear. Why do we love skinny bitches so much? Historically. Men were attracted to bigger women because it meant uh, luxury, like a luxurious life. Yeah. And then it's today, everyone can be fat. So now we're attracted to girls who aren't fat because it's like it almost kind of signifies a touch of I like, like that. I can dig like that's what anyone I else? That's I think it's just preference. I think it's fully just sexual Could, preference. Yeah, right. Here's this. Here's this. It's I think there's Ruben S. I think there's an ev- I think there's an evolutionary example. For, I think it's just right? who's gonna say and yes. And who's healthier like too? This health that factor fits in for me too. I want a girl that's working out and trying to, you know, yeah, better herself. Do. You have to think about what we okay. liked like thousands of years ago. So I don't know, just taking care of yourself. You know, you yeah, want, you want someone to take just biologically. You want childbearing hips. You want someone that's gonna survive. But Sam, you you have a lot of interesting theories on on how we develop. I don't know. I think there's something to say about a woman that's skinny. 
for, like maybe she she's sacrificing something for the tribe and there's something there. I don't know. I don't know. Like if everyone's skinny, if everyone's skinny and everyone can 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 fast at certain times and you can exist as a skinny person, then you then you're not going to need as much resources. Think about and it's like emotions aren't always rational. Pam, do you remember Tombstone? Yeah. Remember the movie Tombstone? When he had that wife that was like she became a morphine addict and she was sickly and needy, and then he was like, oh, I just find me a girl that can ride a horse. That and that was wired into his little children. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think you just you know maybe that's what you're into, and we should read it. We yeah. read into it too much. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always. I think I think there's, there's, no, no, there's somebody, and prejudice. Somebody for everybody, not everybody, but most not people. Not everybody. Most people. I I do think beauty can be achieved a little bit by evolution. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think, think that so. beauty is totally but illogical. But because you use the sunset example, you love the sunset example, which is so abstract. But there are hard concrete. What's, what's, what's objective about a subset, about a sunset? Nothing at all, but that example's right. poor. That example's poor but, to but describe beauty as an evolutionary facet. Okay, then how would you define beauty as an evolutionary facet? Well, I think that there are ways Great. to. How about this? How, well, what would you say? You can't, up, you can't say, Nathan. then offer one. Well, offer one. Good. No, 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 no let him finish, like, though. Let him finish. There are some things that are evolutionary evolution, like fertility, like wide hips. That makes sense. These are in humans. What? This is in humans. But beauty, beauty is the, the lines between beauty in humans and beauty in the outside world seems they seem blurred to me. So well, when you're just describing beauty as this umbrella term, but you feel the yeah, same way looking at a beautiful person, and there's something about composition. Sure, Heights. I can see this stuff. But I mean, there is something that's universal. You feel the same reaction to a beautiful sunset. Why? A beautiful man well, 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 think about where you see sunsets. Yeah, on cliffs. Side. On cliffs. By the ocean yeah. heights oh, and, and proximity anywhere. to water. Yeah, but with no, not in a wooded. Oh, what I think, let me. What I think Tram, Sam's everywhere. trying to say is there's not a lot of nuance to a sunset because it's the same sunset for everybody. Okay, that's well, the great equalizer all over the world. But uh, explain to me this: scene. the difference between someone being classically beautiful and not. I'm not even talking there's about uh, humans. Such a, we that's so much more based. He's such a pro. You guys I'm were getting so deep, nuance. and it was so lovely, and then he's like, uh, we got to talk everything about shit. I think I torpedo it a little bit. A sunset I think other animals. I think, this out, I think other animals like sunsets, too. I don't think it's just think us. Because so. uh, a sunset's kind of a signifier that you've made it through the day. And, and that's, that's when cool, it's about survival... Just feeling the warmth on your back. You can't, like, man. Yeah. I think that there is a biological explanation for things like this, but there's still like the overwhelming feeling of beauty. It's something that is universal to more than just humans and landscapes. You can see it in a in a painting of a war or battle, you know, yeah. with gore and everything. You can see beauty in all of these things. Um, and brush so yeah. what that there's more than just biological reward for seeing a beautiful painting or or, or the feeling you get, you know, watching a play or something. There's beauty in these very abstract things. And but it's yet it's the same. You know? Well then, well I disagree because so there's not subjective. there's nothing more there's not more than a biological reward because your experience of beauty in that moment is ultimately a biochemical algorithm that's running in your brain that's outputting But not necessarily. No, it is an intellectual. It is a it is a rational and it is an irrational thing as well. But there's but to say that that beauty is more than biology, I yeah. I disagree with you. I think it is more than biology. I think I think our consciousness allows us to do things that are beyond what is tangible in like the physical world. Yeah, we've created like we've created currency on the internet, bro. If we can create that, like How's we that can. How's that doing? How's Bitcoin doing? It's never tangible. The point is that it's not a tangible thing. It's something that we create with our minds. 
so real you know, money is so just we create beauty independent of biology just the same, the same way yeah, your your opinion of beauty changes the different things yeah. by your values so thus beauty is something that is mm. sub like it is subjective and unexplainable it's something that's just explicitly off of your own perception yeah like i like guys who think they're gay <laughs> yeah, no, sure. Hold on. So I like think I find that. I think it, I th Aaron. I think you are right. But I think uh, what we're um, everybody's individual in this, right? But I think uh, what we're trying to explain is like a lot of people throughout history have fit in with trends. Like right now, like mm -hmm. today's trend is skinny women. Right? Mm -hmm. At one point, it was literally people were attracted to bigger women, like because it was starvation was such a thing, famine was such a feeling that people dealt with women subconsciously made them more attracted to right. people who don't experience opulence. That's, that, that's attractive. Yes, but exactly. There's a lot of and things factor into attractiveness, attractiveness more than beauty. be conceived as beauty? No, I don't okay. think so. I think that, okay. I think that is beauty is a part of attractiveness. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Wide set eyes. Sure. Yeah, there's lots of parts of attractiveness, but beauty itself, you know, I'm not attracted to a sunset. I think it's pretty, though. I think never, it's never, attractive, but I feel like I review in general. I feel things I think are beautiful, I feel like I am attracted to. I'm not purposely not sexually. You don't feel Did it in your. But attractive is a different yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, there's a, a lot chakra. more to yes. attractiveness. God damn, we're going right. deep. You we feel it in a different chakra. You have, you, have, you, have two, you have two minutes to wrap up your deepness. Sorry. It's yeah. not deepness. They're talking about boners. You understand that, right? They're putting flowery stuff around it, but they're talking about boners. They're talking about use the word chakra. Thanks for your bro explained it to me. I am happy to do so. There's a chakra in your boners too. Boners are what's the difference? Because when I watch a sunset, I don't get one. You know, guys, I know, I know, it's one of my bits, but like that dick pill thing. Like, if you don't need dick pills, like, it's the we underestimate the reasons why they made dick pills prescription only. Yeah, we underestimate. Imagine, like, because it came around in like the 50s or the 40s. Oh, you have such right? a strong brow, Billy. I've never I seen know, your brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this kid's yeah. brow? It's aggressive. It's very <laughs> yeah. Slavic. Yeah. That's, that's where so the Quentin Tarantino comes in. <laughs> it's it's in when the light's coming down from on top. It's just, it makes it so much worse. You look like Frida Kahlo. I'll take that. I love Frida Kahlo. She's, a, yeah, that's, she's that's great. She's a, she's a legendary mm -hmm. woman. Yeah, just for comparison, look how bitchy Jesus Whoa, whoa, whoa. I definitely punk out Jesus What did Jesus ever do to you? Why Jesus is such a pussy. Why are you picking up Jesus? died for all my sins? I gotta say that Nathan's looking more and more like a golden retriever every word that comes out of his mouth. But we've gotta we've gotta end it because we've gotta set up for the next show. We end it with the fact that Nathan's been losing weight. No, you just keep looking more and more like a golden retriever to me. Nathan's been Nathan's been trimming down. He's looking like way better than two weeks ago. They were trying to have a deep talk, and you were just trying yeah, to make Nathan. it all silly. Nathan, <laughs> you've been looking you've been looking better, like dude. Well, yeah, you have been working been. out more. Yeah, you've been yeah, getting you back into it. Good, good for you, Good for you. As we all should, friends. This is so neat. take care of yourself. So this has been uh, do a little Aaron bit of Atkins. acid. Aaron Atkins Hello. out of Chicago. Nathan Lowe, local guy. Billy Billy Sullivan, local guy. Sam Carroll, nice bike messenger. Whoa, got a great, you got a great laugh oh, on yeah, that bike messenger it. thing. That was, yeah, you don't have to analyze a real laugh. <laughs> that was yeah, like, Adam I don't even need to talk about that. That's okay. awesome. It was cute. All right, guys. Thank okay, you. Okay, bye.
is your boy Sipo here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. Quad Tigers, we fight for motorcycles. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Quad Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, for you, motorcycle lawyers. FM. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
Michael Smith. Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020. Special podcast and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Radio and get uh, 76 comments from all over the world. Coming for 52 programs in seven days, all here at Club 31.5. Or podcasts from around the world at mutantradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events.
auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest, anime, and mind-bending vocal bands at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Is in there. Man, it's as abnormal as all the most cool or awesome places. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! <laughs> Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month. Business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Tapas and relaxed community atmosphere. Hacienda honestly is amazing. Um, incredible bartenders. Board games are like uh, trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. Host Wednesday loud jazz. Live DJing Thursdays. Parties. Skating. Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long. Featuring mutiny radios. Comedy festival tickets, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.hacienda.com. Come take a seat. Have a great day. Did not go well. Stop over the place. Space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m., with LGBTQ and allied comics. So come out to
So hi everyone, welcome to Spec Script. Nice. We have great chemistry. Go ahead, go ahead, Melina. Sorry. They will be. So the story of Spec Script is that we all read a script written by someone who's never seen the TV show before. So de- today we'll be. Uh, Showcasing a script written by me, Melina Best, uh, based on the show One Tree Hill called Belief in Yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a great show. Uh, We got a lot of talented comics going to be doing some characters for us. Um, yeah, usually the show is hosted by Chris Hotomy. He's not, wasn't able to make it. So it's me, Cam Strong, and Melina Best rocking it. And, um... Yeah, to get started, yeah. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around. We're gonna have everyone introduce themselves and then the character that they're playing, and then uh, say say a favorite thing you remember from high school. You know, doesn't have to be something fancy. Doesn't just gotta bring it to your to something that you connect with. What do you say, Melina? You wanna go first? Sure, I'll start off. I'm Melina Best, and I'll be reading the stage directions. My favorite part of high school was our mascot, even though we didn't have a team, we had a mascot, which was the goat. It was, it w- where'd you go to school? It's called Pacific Crest Community School in Portland. And they said, so it's Portland Community Crest, and they said, go the goats. We didn't really say that. Okay. Yeah. I'm Cam, uh, Cam Strong, if you do. I'll be playing Rod Birch. Uh, hey, you know, my th- favorite thing from high school was just the unlimited possibility of anything that could be, you know? Now as an adult, we know we're not going to do anything cool. But as a high schooler, you had no idea. There we go. <laughs> my name is Elliot Marinus, and I'm playing Bobby. I've never seen One Tree Hill, but I'm excited to see what happens here. It has a good theme song. I'll give them that. (laughs) That band rocks, whoever they are. Fucking rock. But um, my favorite experience in high school was taking some liquid LSD in the bathroom in the last period and then starting to feel it a little bit as school ended. And I also had a cool film class. All right. Hey everybody, uh, my name's Julia Corral. I'll be playing Stacy Joe. I was a high school cheerleader, right? Varsity. My favorite thing about high school was uh, obviously then the weekend finger bangings. <laughs> Perk of the job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, all right. Uh, my name is Kevin, Kevin M. Quigley. Uh, I've seen one episode of One Tree Hill. When I was in eighth grade, I had a hot 23-year-old English teacher who made us watch One Tree Hill to demonstrate how Frytog's pyramid worked. 
Uh, my favorite memory from high school, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, a strict all-boys Catholic high school. You could get detention if you didn't shave your stubble. You'd get detention if you forgot to silence your phone. You'd get detention if you didn't wear socks. And it was, uh, there were no girls, no finger banging. Uh, there were uh, child molesters actively employed by the school uh, via the archdiocese. But despite all odds, no one, and I mean no one, brought in a gun and shot everyone at school. So we Congrats. dodged the bullet on that one. Yeah. Woo. I'm Billy Joe Gillespie. I'm going to be uh, doing the voices of uh, Tracy and Sadie. And uh, my favorite part of high school was bitching. <laughs> right on. My name is James Fisher Jr. I'm going to be playing the role of Nick, aka the logger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and my favorite part of high school, like I went to high school with my sisters, and everybody thought she was pretty hot. So I guess it was like good for my family. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like good social like worth. <laughs> yeah, like she's like <laughs> yeah, my hey, that's sister's the family sick. of the hot lady. <laughs> my sister's sexy. Give me your lunch money. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the economy's doing better because your sister's <laughs> hot. Uh, my name is April Gallaty. I will be playing Cecily and Woman. And uh, my, fa <laughs> my favorite part of high school was uh, band. She did air quotes when she said woman. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Casey McNeil. Oh, I will be right. doing the parts of Reed Douglas and um, favorite high school memory, smoking weed with the lunch ladies and um, mythology teacher. So that's everyone. And thank you again for listening in. And let's enjoy Belief in Yourself, written yeah. by Melina Best. Well, I think you should specify that it's belief like a leaf. Belief. Yeah. Right. No one was yes. getting that, that pun in there. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Exterior, morning. A small town of One Tree Hill, Kansas. There's only one tree in the whole town. The town is small, but with only one tree, the people aren't doing very well. Stacy, Joe, Tracy, Neil, and Bobby are walking together to high school. One Tree Hill High School. How come nothing ever happens in this town? Have you looked around? There's only one tree here. People just, people are just trying to breathe. <laughs> All right. I get it. I'm just so bored. Bored of living and afraid of dying? Join the club. Oh, you're in a club? I thought we were just each other's only friends. Neil, it's just the same. I do have one other friend. It's your treat. treat. It's your cat. Your cat. <laughs> it is my cat. He's the bomb. He's a bomb. Neil, it's just a saying. Back a bit because everyone. But then he catches back up with them like nothing else. They have reached One Tree Hill High School. I can't wait to blow this popsicle stand. Neil's about to question that, but thinks better. Interior, morning, One Tree Hill High School language arts classroom. 
The Four Friends First Class is Language Arts. To save on paper and to keep the one tree of One Tree Hill alive and well, the students are asked to take notes on their cell phones. Since they're always on their phones anyway, it's a win-win. Their teacher, Ron Birch, has just finished lecturing about a passage in Catcher in the Rye that everyone was supposed to have read. Bobby, do you have anything to add with regards to this week's Do I have anyone's attention? He doesn't. Everyone is too busy looking at their phones, laughing, and sending texts because it's obvious. We're all going to die soon. We know. <laughs> Mr. Birch, what kind of statement? This doesn't work in One Tree Hill. Now if you were to say something about my cat, you would have my full attention. Shut up about your cat. <laughs> well, I hope to see you kids tomorrow. Or maybe I don't. You're all terrible. Just kidding. You're all great. No one's listening. Stacy, Joe, Tracy, Bobby, and Neil are on their way to social studies. Stacy Joe always flips her hair when she That is her one trick pony in One Tree Hill. Interior, One Tree Hill High School Social Studies classroom. While their social studies teacher, Celia Fink, drones on about World War II, the four friends discuss what they're going to do after school. What should we do after school today? <laughs> Neil, you ask this nearly every day, and it's always the same answer. We're going to hang out on One Tree Hill, get some air. Then we have work? Do I need to answer that? Stacy, Joe, and Bobby shake their heads. Interior, late afternoon, One Tree Hill. Four friends are sitting or lying down on One Tree Hill. A tree on One Tree Hill is a nice elm tree. I'm surprised there aren't more people on this hill. Not like we're the only ones who know about it, right? <laughs> right? They're probably out doing adult things that we can only dream about because I doubt we'll make it to adulthood. Plus, who's to say they aren't hanging out here while we're in school? A nod's in agreement. Couldn't argue with that. Oh my gosh. You guys, my birthday is coming up a week from today. I'm so excited. I hope you'll let me know. You'll let me elaborate on my birthday plans. Tracy had been bringing up her birthday for the past few weeks now, but everyone had been changing the subject because they knew it'd be no time before she brought it up again. She's just so excited. This time they let her go on. What are you planning on doing for your birthday, Tracy? I'm gonna plant some seeds on this hill so that it'll be several tree hills. Everyone looks at each other for a couple moments. Tracy smiles as she Do we have a playlist going while Tracy attempts this groundbreaking feat? Maybe songs by The Roots or Soundgarden? That was actually kind of funny. Tracy, I admire your efforts, but you didn't try before. Someone once tried to plant trees because of desire to live a healthier life or something, but it didn't work. Soil is only strong enough to support one tree. I hear you, but I'm determined to try. Who knows? Maybe I'll turn over a new leaf. Well, we do know. Bobby just explained it. Well, I'm going to go say hi to treat my cat before work. Sounds good. See everyone <laughs> at work in 20. One shakes their heads in agreement. Roll down the hill, only a couple 
go with small, bumping into it. Try to make the best. Interior, Tracy's house. Tracy's mom has decorated the house with photographs and paintings and trees. Also sayings on a few. Turn over a new leaf. Don't go barking up the wrong tree. How was school today, hon? Were you able to go hang out on the hill? Yeah, it was fun. I remember when I used to hang out on the hill. One who tried to plant more trees on One Tree Hill 15 years ago. When she was first thinking about doing it, there were people who were for it and others who were foiled by it. Knew it wasn't going to work. Cecily was the same way. Exterior, One Tree Hill 15 years ago. Flashback to when Cecily tried to plant more trees on One Tree Hill. I'm going to make One Tree Hill a better place to live for everyone. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Um, I want this to happen as much as you do, but it's impossible. Stop trying to make plant life happen. It's not going to happen. Don't be a stick in the mud, Sadie. As we know, as hard as Cecily tried, plant life didn't happen. Well, guess who wasn't able to put a stick or even seeds in the mud? Leave me alone, Sadie. Exterior, present day, evening, outside of One Tree Hill, Burger Lair. Four friends show up to work. One Tree Hill, Burger Lair. One side of One Tree Hill, Burger Lair, is One Tree Hill, the The other side of Burger Lair is One Tree Hill, the hill has eyes. I Special burger of the day at Burger Lair. I'm stumped. Two beef patties, a couple slices of bacon, one wedges of beef. The woman comes in looking rather confused. Hi there. Welcome to Burger Lair. What can I get for you? Hi. You don't seem to have any clothes out front, so I was wondering if you have any Hilfiger clothes in the back. Stacy Joe pauses with an accent. Woman silence. Stacy Joe realizes. How many They'll have what you need. Okay, so you don't have clothes here. That's what I just finished saying. Yes. Oh, how strange. Goodbye. It's not strange. We sell burgers, not clothes. He's already left. I'm surprised we don't get those kind of questions more often. I mean, the shops are right next to each other. Stacy Joe can't come up with a response to that. Fortunately, the restaurant manager, Reed <coughs> Douglas, is coming from his office to speak with him. Stacy Joe, I don't understand why you didn't just suggest our special of the day to the customer after explaining that we were not Tommy Hilfiger. Always bring the conversation back to the burgers. He wasn't interested in eating at Burger Lair. You could do a better job is all I'm saying. Ann walks in and <laughs> proceeds to stare at the menu behind Stacy. Hi there. Welcome to Burger Lair. Let me know when you're ready to order. Are your burgers made with beef? Yes, our burgers are made with beef. And before you ask, yes, our french fries are made with potatoes. Reed Douglas is what to get? I'm stumped. Ha ha, get it? 
the special burger is called I'm Stumped. And so I said, I'm stumped. Stacy Joe got This was going to be Interior, some days later, at 1 p.m. It's Tracy's birthday. She's on the hill holding a packet of plant seeds. Neil, Stacy Joe, Bobby, and Fat Kate. All right, I have the seeds. Who's ready to breathe better air? Here goes nothing. You're successful. I feel like we won't be in Kansas anymore. I'm still not quite understanding the Tracy is putting seeds in the ground, but as soon as she does, the ground spurts them back up. Yes, it was always there. Interior, the next day, late afternoon, One Tree Hill. Four friends are walking up Tree Hill. There is a sign on the hill. It says that loggers will be coming in two days to cut down that one tree off One Tree Hill. How can this be? We're all going to die. If that happens, the name of the city will have to change to Known Tree Hill. I can't help fall, falling in leaf with you. We're in a hold. We're in a hold. More like Nun Tree Hill. Interior, the next evening, One Tree Hill Burger Lair. On an average day, it is hard enough for the four friends to keep themselves But this is no average day. Their lives are flashing before their eyes as they think about the one tree they have cut down. A special burger of the day is when death comes knocking. Well done cheeseburger with ketchup, mustard, tomatoes, relish, and red peppers. Uh, what are we going to do about our appending doom? We're going to protest. We're going to stop the loggers. Neil and Tracy are too lost in their own thoughts that they don't notice a person walking up. A knock, knock. Can I order? Tracy realizes that if the tree is to be cut down, she won't have to work a few days. She brings a smile to her face. Here, the next morning, One Tree Hill. Four friends, along with each of their parents and Bobby's cat, Treat, are standing in front of the One Tree while the loggers are there with their trucks and machinery trying to get them to budge. We aren't going to budge. You'll have to kill us. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. We have to do this. How come? I, I don't know. I was only given a certain number of lives. Do you want to do this? Yes and no. Mostly no, I guess. Then don't do it. Listen to your heart. Okay. We won't do it. Let's back up and head out. The loggers get ready to go. Parents are conversing while the four friends are sharing another moment by the sea. I can't help falling in leaf with you. Neil smiles. You know, Tracy, I like you too. 
that was actually Bill is trying to express his fondness for Tracy, but he's not listening. She has her arms wrapped around the tree. You could say she's one tree hills, one tree hugger. Fade to black. Thank you very much, everyone. That was our One Tree Hill spec script. Um, oh, my God. So many twists, so many turns with character development. We all grew a little bit, I think, this day. It was it was really nice. Um, how do we end this show? We, I mean, we got – just start saying stuff, people. We're, we're just, we made it through the knot hole. That, uh, we did it. Was the original One Tree Hill a murder mystery? Yes. Yeah. It was? Yeah. No. You're arguing. What happened to the one See? black kid? Yeah, he what happened to the one? He is doing well. He has a tire shop I in one I hope he wasn't yeah. the murderer. That's what I wonder <laughs> about my high school, too. <laughs> the one black guy murderer? Yeah, what happened to the one black kid? He's doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> got a family and kids. What about now? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so that was great. Thank you. So we just hands in and say One Tree Hill, kiss on the lips, and uh, you have technically you have twenty minutes left to try to figure out why you could. We've been on the run, traveling in the sun, traveling down the four hundred one. One Tree Hill, here we come. Script. One Tree Hill, script. Yours was better. <laughs> I know it was, it was on theme. Yeah. <laughs> Look, One Tree Hill and the OC. Mandela effect. I think they were the same show. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to Spec Script. Please listen in. Chris Otomi, Eliosis, is a great show. Look at Google us. Thank you. Spec Script we're a podcast. podcast. Beauty Radio. Everyone stick around. It's gonna be a great show. A lot of good festivals All going week. on. All week. And um, just be a little better tomorrow, everyone. Take care of your trees. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I've been trying to be lately. All 
your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission, or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. And, and I started to do some thinking. I was on the freeway.
she makes some accusations, Henry, I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passers? Well, shit. Time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Now, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, Ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? 
Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com that's subliminalsf.myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio. Began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. 
We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m., with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. What's today's date, girl? Uh, today is January, January 5th, 5th I don't know. 2019. This is episode 135 uh, of Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube, L W A F L O Y T, excuse me, as we're known uh, in the iTunes and RSS feed. Carl, what's the movie? Today we are watching another National Lampoon movie, National Lampoon's Golf Punk. Golf Punk, starring Tom Arnold. And it's everybody, if you're listening in, we are in the middle of the Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up next week. Sound check. So check it out. Come down here right now to the studio. Experience synchronous with music. So we are here. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission, or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riding. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Podcasting, you can listen on the go. San Francisco. 
Radio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Gold Cadillac with the white material. And I started to do some Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. to joke workshop more than 10 people paying attention to the joke and they ain't even going to be jokes about it. Now, listen to my jokes and they'll even say nice things before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is this dang dabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke workshop? Yep, every Monday, six on the Mutiny Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday on the Mutiny Station? That's what I'm saying. Joke Workshop Mondays at 8 p.m. at the Mutiny Radio.
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu. Only better, you can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirts and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com that's subliminalsf.myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders, and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, taco Tuesdays, 
First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They were very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people who actively invest in our community and our social space. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to... Friday night, it's 6 o'clock, it's mutinyradio.fm, you're turned into the happy hour. Happy hour open mic, guest hosted this week by the hilarious, put your hands together right now for Ben Mitchell! Guys, what's up? How are we all doing? It's a full house tonight, I like that. It's hot as fuck out here. For the listener at home, it is 90 degrees in San Francisco. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm uh, happy you guys are all here. This is my first time hosting at uh, Mutiny, so I'm excited to ha- uh, to have you in front of me. I'm I'm assuming you guys are all fa- just huge fans of me, so you know, really just perusing my calendar. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I, I'm just doing. I'm just touring around these days. Uh, so uh, I've had a good year this year. I had a um, I had a family reunion this year. It was pretty cool. Fam- family reunion. Yeah, I give it up for that. And by family reunion, I mean my grandfather died and we all just decided to show up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's how my family does things. Uh, we don't go to your happy celebrations. We won't go to your uh, graduation. We won't go to your, your wedding. No, we won't show up to that. But when you die, fuck yeah, we'll be there. That's an occasion right there. We'll show up to that for sure. Get really drunk and tell passive aggressive stories about each other. That's how we do it in the Mitchell household. Yes, I like it. Uh, and uh, what's, it's kind of awkward, though, sometimes, you know, when you come home, uh, I, my family lives out of state, so you come home, and you go, come back to work, and the people, your coworkers are like, you know, uh, where have you been? Did you go on a vacation? And you're like, not exactly. It wasn't a, a vacation. Uh, my grandfather died. And so you have to have that, like, 
it's uncomfortable, right? It's like, you you know they feel bad, but also it's like, you know, you don't really feel bad. You play that game, you know, it's like, how bad should I really feel about this before I start telling you about this new rash I have? Like, that's how it, it, it feels. And and you play this game, how you play this game is you say things like, oh, your grandfather died, uh, how old was he? You know, just to kind of get a, a, a kind of gauge. And uh, my grandfather was 91, which I realize is not the age that anyone gives a shit about with your die. Uh, no one gives, no one cares, honestly. No one, you don't get any kind of sympathy. You get a lot of this. You're like, well, it was his time. <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a good life. That's what you get a lot of. And whenever I hear that, I just, I like to tell them, uh, well, you know, he was murdered. <laughs> yeah, it was his time, huh? Did you do it? <laughs> He did have a good life, you know, like the day before he just ran a marathon, so it definitely wasn't his time. Marathon, and then he was murdered. Murdered probably by you, so I'm going to go report you. Thank you very much. Um, so that's that's been my year. It's been pretty good. Uh, another, uh, another issue that I'm having, I'm just going to vent here. Uh, another issue I'm having, uh, I, I, I had a real shitty situation at my work recently where they gave me they gave me uh i got a email from a hiring manager they got me, re me really excited they're like we have a new job for you we're gonna we're, we're gonna promote you we're gonna give you a higher salary better responsibilities better title and i was like you got me a higher salary for sure i will do that just whatever you want me to do so i go home i'm really excited i want to uh, i go home and tell my friends and family they get excited for me i come back turns out i get another email from the same hiring manager turns out there's another benjamin j mitchell at the same company that i work for yeah and they wanted to hire him instead of me mm-hmm i didn't believe it at first i didn't believe it. i looked it up and it's true uh it's this guy benjamin j mitchell he lives in new york he's a uh just seems like a real go-getter honestly he uh has he's got <laughs> he's got like a better education he's got a full head of hair just 10 out of 10 he's a gorgeous man they made the right choice in my opinion honestly uh but you know when you, when you have those uh you you have sometimes you just feel you have those feelings where you like you, you don't feel you feel like a imposter right like you feel left out you're, you're not as smart as other people you're not as uh, you're not as experienced you're not as good as other people well now i know as a fact at my company, I am the worst Benjamin J. Mitchell. <laughs> like, I know that for sure. It's very certain. Uh, if, I, if at my company, my, uh, a boss says, hey, get me Benjamin J. Mitchell, they have to say, which one? The one we like? <laughs> or that shitty one that is always talking shit about us on, on stage every night? That's, I'm the latter there. All right, guys, let's keep it going. Uh, your first comic for the night is this man rolling a bleasy. Yeah, we can put that down. It is Warhol Kaufman. One thing I need to know, if a paramedic has to take a shit, is it an emergency? I saw an old man Walking past the funeral home, dude, just go in. Just go, go in. I want to get a, a little terrier and keep it indoors and name it 9-11. 9-11 was an inside dog. Sorry. 
impressed with British imperialism. Like every time I watch a movie set in space or fairyland, everyone's talking with a British accent. They got everywhere. White people invented passports. I think it was the British. They went all over the globe and fucked everyone. And then they got home and they were like, we can't let these little nigger babies jeopardize the crown. Gotta set up some checkpoints. Let me see some ID. No, sir. I'm older than Jimi Hendrix. And I still can't play guitar. Eric Clapton can shred on guitar, but he can't latch a freaking window. <laughs> Eric Clapton's baby mama must be really mad at him for that unplugged version of Layla. Some things are unforgivable. I saw in this movie that Jimi Hendrix apparently beat up a white girl with a telephone. Is that why the woman was crying Mary? My ex-girlfriend just got the pre-abortion sonogram. Everyone's looking healthy, everything's looking good. I was scared of my girl like cocaine more than she liked me. And I was right because she didn't dump coke yesterday. Uh, this is true. This is just a fact. I uh, once was scheduled to do a show on the road with the good Asian drivers. And they were late. They got in a car accident. That happened. Yeah, I'm sorry it happened too. Um... Everybody got all excited about that black hole photo on social media, but I have Metro PCS. My shit wouldn't load, man. Like, all I saw was just complete blackness. I saw this pro-life billboard. It said, real men love babies. I just wanted to put a NAMBLA logo on it. NAMBLA is the North American Man Boy Love Association. Basically, they're like, so w I know we can't fuck babies, right? Can we fuck babies? And everyone's like, go away. Yeah.